What's poppin', y'all? You're listening to the Babbling with Jazz podcast, where I, your host, Jasmine Charlie, hold nothing back while living and speaking my truth. I'm on a mission to inspiring those who need it and also having the important conversations on topics that people tend to overlook or avoid. So join me as I babble about this beautiful gift that we call life. What's poppin', family? Welcome back to another episode here on the Babbling with Jazz podcast with your favorite girl, Jasmine Charlie. Y'all, I feel like it's been so long since I've done an Ask Jazz episode, and I'm really excited to dig into these questions. Um, I'm so geeked, but y'all know, before I jump into these questions, y'all know your girl got a babble, you know, it's not the Babbling with Jazz podcast if your girl is not babbling. Um, And I just want to babble about two things off the dome so far, but we're going to see what the Holy Spirit going to flow with. Um, but seriously, um, oh, first, before I'm so quick to babble and talk what I need to talk about, first of all, if you have not entered into the Babbling with Jazz giveaway, go ahead and do so now. The giveaway ends and closes on October 4th. So the rules are really simple, y'all. Just follow the Babbling with Jazz on Instagram. Make sure you're following the three participating brands. Repost the flyer on your Instagram story or you or, or your page if you're feeling, you know, real popping. And then lastly, just tag three friends. That's it. That's all. But if you want a bonus entry, then leave an Apple podcast review saying how much you love the show, what you love about me me how much you dig me and also at the end of that apple podcast review leave your instagram or twitter handle in the bottom so i know who you know left it and then also if you want another entry bonus entry follow us on twitter and or facebook so y'all go go ahead and hop in there so i'm really excited um for this giveaway remember it closes october 4th so jump on it um so i want to babble i want to babble i want to babble y'all so Right now, I'm learning, God is showing me the importance of of my last season of preparation. And it's funny because I feel like I'm about to cry. I just got off the phone with my mom, guys. And you know, when you're just on the phone with your mother, just, yeah, I love my mommy. Shout out to you, mommy. I love you so much. But um, it's like, I remember where, when... I was in a season where God was prepping me for a lot of the things that I have now. You know what I'm saying? Like I was, God gave me vision long, 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 long time ago. And then all I know is he then later on brought me to a season where I felt like I was being crushed. I felt like I was losing things, losing people. And I was just so pissed. I was so hurt. I felt like God betrayed me, not necessarily betrayed me, but okay, God, why are you doing me petty like this? Like, you know me, you know, like all these things that you're letting happen, you know, like it's hurting me. And at that time, I wasn't feeling the, the comfort you know, that I wanted from him, but it wasn't in the sense that he wasn't there. God was there, but God had to literally show me like jazz. I love you. And because I love you, there are some things on your journey that you're going to have to face that are going to hurt, that are going to be uncomfortable because I am the potter. No, I, yeah, I am the potter and you are the clay. I am the potter. You are the clay. I am molding you into who I have created you to be. And some, when when you think of clay molding, like seriously, it hurts. You're, You're bending, you're breaking. You know what I'm saying? It's not always going to be a clean, easy ride and slate. So I think especially because of all of us, we are all on this purpose journey walk together. You need to understand that on the purpose journey, the journey, there's going to be molding. And sometimes the way God molds us is in harsh situations. Sometimes it's not the devil. We be giving the devil too much credit. So in my preparation season, I was just so hurt. In a sense, I'm just like, God, I'm ready. Like, and, and this is the this is the type of thing that got me too. Was when I understood my gifts and my purpose. I was like, okay, God, like when it finally clicked, like, okay, this is what I'm supposed to do. I'm like, okay, God, I'm ready. Like, I'm ready to, you know what I'm saying? I'm ready for the big next level, next level. Ha, the devil is a lie. I was not ready. And in this season, and this is where the revelations was coming from, how I'm babbling on this point, because in this season, I'm really, I was really thinking like, wow, imagine if old jazz, even 20, 19 year old jazz was operating in right now like what I I would have fumbled a whole bag bags like I would have not been able to keep up with all the things that God has for me and it's important to understand and God is showing me this y'all that God is so big he's intricate 
It's like, I think sometimes we put God in a box to the point where it's like with our purpose, with our life. I know it sounds cliche to the point, but we need to understand that cliche statements are very true. I think the reason why people like, oh, I know this is cliche. No, it's really the truth, but it's so practical and so truthful that some people overlook it and like, oh, it's just, that sounds cliche. No, it's the truth. Really take heed. God has big plans for you and understand that our version and definition of big is nothing even close to God's definition of big. When God was giving me vision in past seasons of things that he, the places that he wanted to take me, the things that he wanted to do, I'm like, okay, God, I see it. It's popping. I like it. Me not even thinking that God is only going to give me a glimpse. He's not the way, the way that if God is telling me something, my human mind can only think of it to the level of what my human mind capacity can reach. God does not think like us. I remember the Bible even says, for my thoughts are not your thoughts. You know what I'm saying? My ways are not your ways. So now I'm like, wow, God, you're doing it big. And I'm saying we need to understand that we need to get prepared for this. There are some people right now who are in their process. You are in your preparation season. And I am telling you, I am telling you, please listen to me. Don't rush your process please don't rush your process i'm getting emotional that's the holy spirit is getting emotional y'all there are some people i feel it i feel the presence of god you are trying to rush your process so much you're trying to compare your your lane your journey where you are right now to the next person maybe even the people that you're around please do not rush your process. It is the most important, the most important season. And the fact that you have a God who is willing to prepare you for the place that he has for you instead of just taking you there because he wants to make sure that you're operating your best in it. It's like, I really wish sometimes I could go back to my process, y'all. I really do. I miss it. Not too much, too much, but... It's like if I could go back and the thing is, I'm not saying I'm completely finished because another, that's what another point I was going to make is that the people who maybe aren't in their necessary processes and that you're literally living in your purpose. Don't don't think that there aren't still some things that God isn't trying to teach you and download on the inside of you every single day. God is trying. God wants to teach you and mold you. But I'm talking when I say process, I mean process before God literally puts you in or in the center or elevates to a certain degree, but we're always going to be in a process. The process is never ending, but there is a, a, a season when you are like process, process. I mean, the season of crushing the process before the process, <laughs> but no, seriously, I wish I could go back sometimes because it's like, man, I would take heed even more to the stuff that God was trying to teach me. I, if I could go back, I would spend more time with God and trying to get more gems <clears throat> that I could, you know, use um, more self-reflection, just a lot of stuff. But it's I'm just saying I want you to understand that God is real, bro. Like, honestly, honestly, black and white, like I'm, it's like it's just so crazy how where your obedience can take you. All your girl really did. All your girl really did was spend more time with God, read and study his word and obey the word. And my life has been blessed from that. I, I kid you not like and I and having a relationship with God, obviously, but that is it because I have because God is like, finally you're obedient. Now I can lead you into every single thing. I can unlock the things that I have placed for you hidden on this earth. Understand that there are hidden blessings, hidden gems that we can unlock on this earth only through our obedience. Now, God is a good, good God. Now, he can bless us because he can give us, there's so many blessings God has for us. And some blessings don't require obedience because God is so good, so merciful, so gracious, so patient. That's just who he is. He's going to give you blessings. But some people are sitting in that. No, I, Jasmine Charlie, I want to unlock every single blessing that is attached to my obedience. Anything that is hidden on this earth that has Jasmine Charlie's blessing from God the Father, I want it. I want it and I'm coming for you. I am coming for you. I'm coming for that ass. <laughs> but not y'all, for real. Like, and but to understand that this is big, like, it's like 
I don't know. God was just showing me like, dude, my human mind can't even fathom anything. And it's a lot. And I know things can things are just piling up, piling up, piling up, piling up. And it's and that's why it's even more important to be rooted in the word. Because when you do start getting overwhelmed, not overwhelmed, but yeah, hit with stuff. The enemy's going to try to sneak in and make you feel like you can't handle this or it's too much or just all this and that, like the anxiety starts coming in. And one thing that God is just continuously, continuously, continuously showing me is like, Jazz, if I open this door for you, I believe that you can do it. But sometimes I'm like, but God, you open this door, but you also open these other doors back here. How the heck am I going to do all of this. And God is like, are you leaning on your own, your own strength and your own understanding? Or, or are you going to lean on me, your father, your helper, your provider? I don't run out the eternal power in me. Which one are you depending on? It's so many things and, and off my human intellect, off my human, human strength. It's like, it looks impossible. It is impossible. There's no way all these things that God has for me, especially just in this season. And that's another thing, bro. I'm on a rant and I know I'm going to get to the questions. But look, we be too focused on the next, 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 next season when we really need to just be focusing. Oh, this is freaking over there. We just need to be focusing on what we have right now. The next season is going to come. And that is what, that is why I wish I could go back to the process, my process, because I was focusing so much, not so, so much, but I knew I was in my process, but my eyes were still more so on, okay, I'm in my process because I know that God is going to do this. When no, Jasmine, though God is going to do that, focus on the process. Focus on what God needs you to focus on right now. Stop looking too far ahead and just stay in the present moment. Stay in the present moment because you already know if God gave you vision, that crazy idea that you think is so far-fetched and impossible, it is the truth. It is God. It is real. It's going to happen. But God right now needs you to focus on the present moment and just have faith that he's going to take you to that place that he gave you vision for because God gives vision for victory. God gives vision for victory. It's already going to come. So why waste your whole process and your whole life thinking about what's going to come rather than focusing on the present moment that is preparing you for what's going to come? And that is the reason why I wish I could go back and redo my process a little bit more because I was just so focused on what was already going to manifest. Like, what the heck? But moving forward, though, God is God multiplies. Let me just end with this. God multiplies. He does not add. So understand that you want to make sure that you're prepared. I keep, I can't stress this enough. You want to make sure that you are, I don't know what is going on on this little thing. You want to make sure that you are prepared for the place that God wants to take you. Be prepared for the next level. Not even where God wants to take, because God wants it all our, throughout, throughout our whole life. He's going to take us so many places, but be prepared for your next level because it's going to be more work. It's going to call to require more discipline. Even, well, not more obedience. We should always be obedient, but it's going to be more obligations, more work. Like we don't let that, we don't, we don't factor those things in. We just see the glitz and glam part, but we don't understand how much more we have to put in to maintain it. Nobody talks about that part. And it's a lot. When I say God requires a lot because God operates in excellence. God is, is, is holy. He's a, he's a kingdom, kingdom man. Just how I like him. A kingdom man. He operates in excellence. So if God's going to do something, oh, he's going to do it big. And he's going to do it like very, it's going to require a lot. It's going to take a lot. But thank God we have the Holy Spirit that's going to help us through it all, huh? Hallelujah. But that's all I got to say, y'all. Oh, and one other part. Y'all know that I went on a fast. Uh, me and my friend, we went on a fast um, from social media, right? And I noticed, so I just got off this fast on Monday. So the other day, and this, I just want to explain something. I want you guys to understand and use this because I know this happens to all of us. It's in our part, part of our human innate nature. So I was scrolling on IG, I see this picture of this girl, beautiful girl, beautiful girl. I see this picture of this girl. Mind you, mind you, mind you. Ooh, let me go back. The whole fast, I did not miss social media not once. 
I miss miss tweeting to y'all. I didn't miss tweeting, not y'all the family. I'm talking about like the people who follow me on my personal. So I didn't miss tweeting to nobody. I didn't miss Snapchatting nobody. I didn't miss nothing. I didn't miss anything about social media whatsoever. And I was so present. I felt so focused in the present moment. Um, and I really, it felt actually peaceful to be unplugged. No cap. Um, so that was that. Mind you. Oh, I'm going to get into it. So so I'm off of social media now. No, no, I'm back on social media now. And I'm scrolling on IG. So I'm on IG scrolling. And it's this girl that I um, follow. Beautiful woman, beautiful girl. And I was looking at her picture on the timeline. And she was wearing this really dope fit. And immediately I, in my head, imagined myself in that fit. And in that picture frame with just my face, I'm like, oh, this is so me. Like, I can do this and, and this and that. And in a sense, that is comparison. That is comparison. And I've noticed that happened a couple times since I've been on um, social media. And I noticed that if I'm going, if I'm going to type in someone's name and look on their page, especially on IG, because some people do this. So don't act like you don't. You look on somebody's stuff and you look at their pictures, but sometimes you're looking at their pictures in the sense of, mm, I want that or not necessarily I want that, but I like you're, you're kind of fan fetishizing over their life or over what they have. So I made my, I didn't do that, but I was making sure that I didn't do that when I get, got back on IG. But once I noticed that I was like low key comparing myself to this girl, I immediately said spirit of comparison get out my face and I literally got off of Instagram and I'm just saying that because it's important that we don't let these thoughts and these these things that we do just go un unsaid like we don't do anything about it and especially that's one thing I noticed about social media it's a lot of comparison even down to the likes that people get if you're comparing yourself to oh well this person got 10 likes and I got I got 20 or I uh, my picture only got five likes in 20 minutes but this person doing numbers is doing freaking 30,000 or something like that. Like you're comparing yourself. You saying, well, I made this pop and tweet, but I only got two, three retweets. What's going on? First of all, are you tweeting to be seen or are you tweeting because that tweet, you genuinely wanted to put that out there. If it was a good tweet, it's we're, we're so dependent on numbers for whatever reason, but God isn't a number God. And it's like, you're over here, you, you're talking about how your tweet was such a great tweet, it was such a gem or whatever, but you only got three retweets when people be making dumb tweets and be getting 20,000, but it's like, why are you tweeting? Are you tweeting just so you can get retweeted and get seen? If it's a good tweet, it's a good tweet. It doesn't matter how many retweets you get. If it's a beautiful picture, it's a beautiful picture. It doesn't matter how many likes you get. And first of all, it shouldn't even matter. It's a beautiful picture because why? It's you. And you need to gain that confidence in yourself. Like you're, you're not putting your self-worth in the hands of other people. And I noticed that with social media, it's just so much comparison. Like the spirit of comparison lives there in the social media world. And um, I just noticed because... The whole time, bro, the whole time I was on my fast, I did not compare myself not once to a single person. I barely be comparing myself at all to anyone because I don't care what you got. Like, I'm, I can, and this is what I, one thing I learned at the um, transformation conference is that it's okay to give credit when it's due. Like, you are a beautiful person, you're gifted, you're talented. I love that. I see it. I give you credit, but I'm not knocking myself down because I'm focused on my purpose. I know that I'm a gem too, but I'm able to give you credits and congrats and love what you do and also love what I do. So it was just like, I never compare myself not once on the social media, I'm on this fast. And now I'm hopping on IG and I already feel that spirit trying to pull me in or, you know, oh, look at this, you know, look at that fit. Oh, go, go ahead and, you know, start acting like that or dressing like that. Like, no, bro, I'm Jasmine Charlie. I'm content with who I am. I don't want to compare myself to no single person, bro. Give credit when it's due. So the girl, she's beautiful. She's killing it. And she's walking in her purpose. I love it. And I cannot compare and try to put myself in her lane. The only lane that I can be perfect at and excel in is the one that is created, handmade for me by God. So stop the comparison, bro. So just understand that if you do feel like you're comparing yourself to anybody in any intellect or in any aspect or way, Handle that. Be real and transparent with yourself. I literally had to be like, Jasmine, That's you're comparing yourself to her. Get off. That's it. Enough social media time. No more Instagram. 
I had to because if I didn't, if I would have just let that pass, now that's going to like get back in my mind and all this and that. You're just like feeding the issue more and more. And we don't got time for that. So honestly, try to spend less time on social media, y'all. There's so much more to life. There's so much more to life. Without further ado, let's jump into these questions. This episode of the Babbling with Jazz podcast is brought to you by King's Elect Clothing. Embellish your wardrobe with this Christian streetwear brand where faith is expressed through fashion. One thing I love so much about this brand, you guys, is how they take modern concepts that we see in our society and our culture and add a biblical twist to it. I mean, seriously, stop and think about it. What better way to represent God in this world than with apparel that doesn't put God in a box? Be the talk around town with these clean, unique, conversation-provoking apparel. Join the royal movement today and check out these exclusive looks on www.kingselect.bigcartel.com. Let's get back to the show. What's poppin', family? You already know what day it is. You know what time it is. It's X Jazz time. Oh my gosh. I'm so excited. I'm so excited to answer these questions. Y'all know on X Jazz, you guys submit questions via DM or email, and your girl answers them right here on the show. So send in your questions. So let's just jump into it, y'all. So I got one question here. It says, What are your thoughts on interracial dating and marriage? There's this white guy that I'm really interested in, and he's interested too. But I'm not getting the support from my girlfriends about it. It's a mixture of discouraging and frustrating. My friends are asking why not a black guy. And it's not that I'm not attracted to black guys, but I just so happen to be falling for someone who isn't black. So you asking me, first of all, well, this is a, just a tragic situation. Um, it's just tragic. Girl, I don't care about any. I don't love is love. Mind you, I said love is love, not lust is lust. Um, but we're gonna get into that in a in a different that's an uncomfortable conversation for a, another day. Um, but love is love. Love is love. So I don't know if you love the dude yet, but I'm saying like we we need to stop and get out this mind frame of oh uh, well, he's not one of us, so we can't, you know what I'm saying? Cause honestly being black or white like that you're we're just as bad what makes us so different because we're black to say well he's not one of us compared to a white person that's telling they black son or i mean their white son oh my gosh they white son or daughter or they're not one of us or a hispanic person telling their hispanic child they're not one of us like it's all the same thing it's rooted in the same thing so <clears throat> we just need to do better girl go for him first of all this is my thing if you feel a vibe and if you are connecting with someone and it's genuine and you you like this person and they like you, why are they is he dating your friends? Are you dating your friends? Why is the support you don't need the support from your friends if you want to be quite frank. The only person support that you really need is God. So if God is saying, sis, this is a go, go for this. And God is telling him, bro, this is a go, go for this. That's all y'all really need. Even down to your parents or his parents. It doesn't matter who supports y'all as long as y'all both like each other and God is in the middle and God is supporting it. If God is endorsing the relationship, and I know we haven't even gotten that deep yet, but seriously, if God has endorsed it, if God has approved it, it don't matter who or what say what against it your friends and I just feel like for me the only reason I would not technically as a friend would not support my other friend dating someone is if that person that they're dating is you know abusive to them in any shape or form or capacity like just is downright not good for them that's the only thing but for it to be limited because you're not the same race as me like it's 2019 bro it's 2019 the more that we keep this mindset the more that we're separating ourselves from each other we're supposed to love all no matter what our ancestors ancestors have done to the next person but that's the real tea that's that's honestly the real tea love 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 needs to be the foundation and if he like you he taking care of you and your friends not supporting because he's white because it's not a black man like you said it's not that you don't like black men it's just you felt you you're falling for this white man and that is perfectly fine sis so your support from your friends really don't matter if does god support you is god endorsing this move if he is sis, go ahead and go for it my thoughts on interracial dating if y'all if it's love if it's if it's reflecting the a true genuine relationship how god wants it to be done and perfected on this earth go for 
it. Society just gonna need to get hit with it or get lost, and that's period. So yeah, I hope that helped you go though, sis. Go, good luck to y'all. Good luck to y'all. Send me to the wedding. Um, so I have here, how did you know you were in your life's purpose? Like, did you know for sure that you were like, how did you know for sure that you were in it? Oh Lord. I knew I was in my life's purpose when I kept getting the same, like from different people, even strangers, the hearing the same thing about them. So when people would say, oh, you're a great speaker or you when you when when I talk to you you make me feel better you give me clarity or you in this you inspire me you do this and that it was like okay these are comp it, it was deeper than just a compliment to me and I think that honestly sometimes we overlook um compliments for other people and I'm not saying that we're supposed to live our life searching for these compliments but I definitely believe that God will use comp- the compliments of other people as a reminder of your worth and a reminder of who you are you know what I'm saying like, it, it's really God like hey you know over here I'm just you know in your face a little bit like that's really how God works and that's how it got me because I'm like okay God I'm hearing the same freaking thing from multiple different people and even strangers. Something that to me was just who I am. You know what I'm saying? But to other people, it's 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 touching them. And then to hear that response back. So it really honestly started, I think the closer I was, no, when I made my first episode, The Truth About Hardships, and y'all know I was just venting in that episode, bro. Like I wasn't even trying to like I was trying to inspire somebody but I was just speaking from a place of venting like I'm talking about this messed up situation that just happened and but I'm going to speak about how I see the beautiful like how to change my perspective and that there's always something good in every negative situation that was it for me and at the time like y'all know God was pushing me, always has been pushing me to make a podcast, but I didn't know too much about podcasting. And it wasn't like I was so die hard for babbling with jazz back then as I am now. So it was like, I wasn't pubbing, like I wasn't like on people's heels trying to make them listen to my stuff. You know what I'm saying? Like, I just was like, if you listen, you listen. Cool. Like, Hey, I'm starting a podcast and boom, like I'm pushed into this. I'm not going to like go crazy with this promotion because it is what it is at this point like I didn't know too much about it that's just real tea but the people that actually listen to it was a decent amount of people that listened to the first episode and the fact when people were telling me how it hit them and I'm like okay hold on hold on hold on hold on hold on this is the same thing I've been hearing other people tell me throughout my whole entire life and now I post this one episode I really don't think I was even doing nothing or saying nothing and people are being affected by it i'm like okay god what's tea what you got to tell me you feel me and just as life progressed bro and i was just i've always asked god like y'all know this i've always asked god like especially coming to prayer view i was like lord you know you because coming in here i was still pre-dental <laughs> y'all know that i was still pre-dental but i was like lord would please open up opportunities for me that are in alignment with my life's purpose that is it. That is all. I didn't get not a single opportunity for dentistry. Literally joined the pre-dentistry club, which was a flop. Didn't even do not one event that whole year. It was just, and I felt like, okay, God, but all these speaking engagements and now like promotions, like I'm working for a uh, PVAMU TV and, and this and that, like, come on. Like, can it be even more clear? Can it be more clear? And then when I started, I think it started with just trusting because at one point it still sounded weird to me it still sounded because when god was also giving me vision i'm like god it sound good it sound nice you know that sounds cool but it wasn't i was doubting but i'm like this is okay god i i I hear you i hear what you're trying to tell me i hear you but it was the when i trusted that what god showed me and what god said i'm here to do is what i'm here to do and i trusted that then off of my faith and off of my just that ounce all all you need is a, a mustard seed size of faith and you can never go wrong with that so say for instance you think something is your purpose right now but you don't know have faith and just trust like god i think that this is my purpose i'm not a hundred percent sure i was not a hundred percent sure i was not a hundred percent sure y'all i really wasn't maybe a good 40 a little bit under 50 like I kind of knew but as the more I trusted God the more that he was leading me and I was doing life with him the more that faith grew because it was getting so clear 
eventually when I finally just knew knew it, it was to the point where I was hearing it so much I was hearing it so much the accolades the opportunities I mean I would literally have to be a fool a honest to God fool if I did not think that this was my purpose I would be a fool a complete fool like this is what I'm here to do you know what I'm saying? So even God is going to make it clear and clear. Like people are going to remind you or people are going to give you compliments. He, he's going to speak to you in so many different ways. Take heed of the different doors and opportunities that are opening up for you. Everything has purpose and intention. And if you are literally seeking what your purpose is, God is not going to hide that from you. But sometimes God needs to prepare you before you know what I'm saying before you can really see and the thing is I've always my whole life have been walking in my purpose maybe not to this degree and extent because now because back then I didn't I wasn't aware of what my purpose was I was just being jazzed but now that I finally God like showed me what my purpose was in not just showing me what it is but now how to walk in it we have to understand that when we going back to submission when you submit to god you you're supposed to submit every single thing about yourself to god even your gifts and your talents even your purpose because some people say okay like so for instance there's some people who have the gift of singing right but they take that gift that god gave them and use it how they want to use it but god is like no i gave you this gift but give it back to me and i'm going to show you how and where and you know what i'm saying i'm going to lead you all into it and how to use this gift that is the part where people slip but honestly look at what your strengths are understand too another way to help understand what your purpose is even though you said how did i know what when i was in my purpose but i honestly here feel like there's somebody listening who doesn't know what their purpose is Figure out what you don't like and write down what you don't like, what you don't like doing, because that's knocking stuff off the list. You get what I'm saying? And honestly, sometimes the things that you don't like can honestly bring you back to what you are here to do. What do you love to do? What is something that you would do for if, if you didn't even get paid for it? What gives you a peace of mind when you do the thing? And what do people say that you do good at? And it's not, I'm not, and I, I don't want to make it seem like the, the compliments and the opinions of others is that thing. But I'm saying that, bro, God is going to send people your way who are going, like literal angels are going to come to you and, and speak life into your purpose. And it's like that reminder, like jazz, this is what you're supposed to do or insert name. This is what you need to be doing. You get what I'm saying? So I knew I was in my purpose, long story short, when doors were opening up for me that were in basically doing this, what I do, and the feedback that I was getting from other people. It wasn't just, Jasmine, you're a great speaker. You're a great person. You inspire me. You helped me change. You've changed my life. It was, I felt the emotion. I felt the seriousness in it. It wasn't just a word. It wasn't just a sentence. It was genuine. I mean, people literally in tears talking to me. And for me to just literally sit there and not think that this is what I'm here to do, I would be a fool. And now I'm in a season where it's like, I'm so, I know for a fact it is, and I'm just walking in it. And I'm not, I'm not, and and it's not, it's not cocky because an insecure person will say that it's cockiness, but it's knowing you're who you are. It's it's being, it's being, what's the word? I just had it, Laura. Give it back to me. It's not being cocky, but it's being, being confident in who you are and knowing that you're doing what you're doing is what you need to be doing. So now when people come to me, it, 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 it makes my heart full of joy knowing, okay, I'm doing, I'm still doing what I'm, I'm still in alignment with my purpose. I'm still in alignment with my purpose. I'm still in alignment with my purpose. I'm doing, I'm right on track. I'm doing what I need to do. That's it. That's all. So I knew when people were telling me, Jasmine, you are changing my entire life in tears and all. Jasmine, you are such a blessing. Jasmine, this, Jasmine, that. I said, okay, God, I hear you. I couldn't have done that with dentistry, you know? So that's how I personally knew that I was in my purpose. I hope that helped you. Well, you was asking me a question, so yeah. Okay, one more question for the day, y'all. Um, hey, Jazz, I'm a junior communications major at Hampton University. First of all, go HBCUs, okay? And I absolutely love your podcast. I stumbled across it through Instagram, and I'm sharing it with everyone I know that's trying to level up their level up for Jesus. My friends and I also did the social media fast and focused on time in prayer with the Holy Spirit, which was an amazing experience to share with other believers. 
Also, this fall, I'm starting up a podcast of my own, and I wanted to know which mic do you use for your podcast and where can I buy it? Oh, tech questions. I love it. So thank you so much. Shout out to all, everybody that go to HBCU, but shout out to Hamps, um, Hampton listeners. Shout out to y'all. Um, uh, where did I... Okay, what mic do I use? I use the Blue Yeti microphone. I got this off of Amazon. Um... And I got a pop filter off of Amazon too, like maybe 20 bucks. Um, so yeah, it's, it's just type in blue Yeti mic microphone. Um, it's gray and yeah, so I literally just got, I didn't just get this mic, but it's so funny. Season one, y'all know, y'all should know this by now, but season one was all filmed off my phone, like never never had a whole mic um but i would definitely because usually i used to just tell people bro if you want to start a podcast you don't need to wait to get the equipment just start now use your voice memo app but i feel like depending on how you want to because i feel like when i listen back to season one though it sounds crisp and clear too but i don't know but um i'm saying that to say like i used to tell people like you know just start with your phone which i definitely still agree to do but i feel like if you do want to truly just operate in excellence and just wait you know make sure that you got all your equipment then yeah cop that blue yeti mic it's very affordable i think it was like a hundred bucks if not cheaper um and it was on amazon it came in two days girl because i had the amazon prime with my pop filter um and that's really all you need you just need a mic a mic in a in a in a computer and a lot of people have been asking me lately too, like, you know, um, people who are interested in podcasting. So y'all let me know, how would y'all like it if I did a, like a webinar or like a, a class about podcasting, podcasting one-on-one, -on -one, like for, to help people like who are interested in starting a podcast, how to start, how to get, you know, published and all this and that and the equipment and stuff. If y'all are really down for that um dm me dm me on instagram and let me know i'm gonna count the heads i'm gonna see how many people are really down for that but yeah i started with my phone sis and i'm here with this blue yeti it has not filled me not once so it's only been a couple months with this new mic um but i like it i like it that's that's the mic i have so yeah guys that's all the questions i'm gonna answer today um your girl gotta go to class and i really don't know if i i really want to do bible breakdown though mm class can wait this is kingdom business <laughs> so without further ado let's jump into our bible breakdown bible time bible time bible time y'all you're listening to the bible breakdown segment here on the babbling witches podcast so y'all i'm really excited to break this verse down um we today we are going to be pulling from daniel 6 verse 23 now we you probably may or may may have not um heard of the daniel story the daniel and the lion's den the infamous story of how a man was put in a lion's den and did not die and was saved um so the reason why was Daniel put in a lion's den? Um, first of all, Daniel is one of the most humblest person you can ever, I was going to say meet, like I've met him. Well, I guess I've met him through the Bible, right? But Daniel was a very, very, very humble man. He was a servant, a very big, big servant. Um, even, you know, a little bit background about Daniel. Um, so he was actually, um, his land, his homeland was enslaved or taken into exile um, by King Nebuchadnezzar. He was from Babylon. He was the king of Babylon. So Daniel was taken away from his homeland into now Nebuchadnezzar's land, which was Babylon. And he served Nebuchadnezzar. He's known for interpreting the dreams for the king because the astrologists and the sorcerers and stuff like that, um, they couldn't do it. Um, literally, I'm not just saying that it's, it's literally in the Bible. They really couldn't do it. Like Nebuchadnezzar would have these crazy dreams and he would ask, um, the sorcerers and the astrologists and stuff like that for them to interpret the dream for them, but they couldn't. And Daniel could. And the only thing that separated Daniel from those people was Daniel was a man of God. Now at this time, Nebuchadnezzar believed in multiple different gods. He was, um, he just wasn't a man of God, but at the end of i believe chapter three nebuchadnezzar gets saved and he sees that you know what i'm saying god is the only true living god so that's just a little bit of background about daniel but now at this time nebuchadnezzar this is like years have passed now and there's a new king now this is king darius he um was ruler um for the medo persia um empire so daniel is still living in this in you know he's obviously not enslaved now but 
Daniel is, you know, working for the king and the king loves Daniel. The king is, you know, actually wanted Daniel to be head over the whole entire kingdom. And now the other workers are, they're called satraps, which are like governors. Um, they were, they were all mad at that. They did not want Daniel to be, um, the head over the whole kingdom. They were jealous of that, insecure about that, let's even say. So because of that, which which to me is just like, what the heck? You're mad because someone who has done no harm, and you're gonna see if you read chapter six of Daniel, you're gonna see like the 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 satraps, they couldn't find a single fault in Daniel. They couldn't find a single fault in him. And they were trying to find a fault in him so he couldn't, you know what I'm saying? So he couldn't be head over the whole entire kingdom. So he couldn't be elevated. But understand what God has for you, no man can touch or no man can stop. They tried. They tried and they said, hmm, they cannot find a single um, they cannot find a single fault in him because he's a very trustworthy man. So um, they said, but there is one way that we can, you know, set him up is because they know they knew that Daniel was a man of God. They knew his love for God. So they said, if we find a way that conflicts with Daniel's love for God and Daniel's God with the government, then that is the only we know how obedient he is to God. So that's going to obviously be one thing that's going to slip Daniel up. So basically, long story short, the satraps, they, aka the governors the you know the different people over the government they basically set Daniel up by this they went to the king king Darius and they told the king that all of the governors and stuff like that and the administrators came together and agreed that there should be a law that for the next 30 days everyone must worship and praise you king Darius no one else so that was a lie obviously number one because first of all daniel would have never agreed on that and they and when the people came to him they said all all of the administrators and the satraps which is a lie but anyways king darius eventually said yes and he made a decree now at this time once a decree is made you can't go back on it so king darius made the decree now when the decree was heard about this daniel's like oh you know daniel wasn't tripping he still was praying to his god three times a day and was just praying to god his the only living god you feel me while there was a decree aka a law saying that everybody and a mama needs to be praying to king darius for the next 30 days or you're going to be punished so obviously the satraps were some snitches they knew that daniel wasn't praying to king darius so they snitched on him long story short and king darius had to because of the decree that was put in place because of the law he was bounded by the law i feel the presence of god he was bounded by the law to do what he had to do today i feel the presence of god I hear you, Lord, going deeper. King Darius was bounded by the law to put Daniel in the lion's den. King Darius didn't want to do that. He did not want to do it. But check this out. God is bounded by his law to be a just God. So God is bounded by his love. No matter how much he loves us, if we sin, God is bounded by his law to have a repercussion set in place. God loves us, but he is bounded by his law, just like King Darius was bounded by his law and he had to follow through with the punishment. King Darius didn't want to do it. God doesn't want to punish you. God doesn't even want to send you to hell. And I be telling people this, God doesn't send you to hell. You send yourself to hell because you're God. Sin is literally choosing things that aren't God, right? So it's like things that are missing the mark. We know this, um, missing short, the shortness of God's fullness and standard. So it's like in the end, God is like, dude, your whole life, you did not choose me. Your whole life, you love things that weren't who I was. And because of that, I have to send you to where you wanted to go because your heart truly didn't never desire me from the jump. You feel me? It hurts God. God loved God sends you to hell because he loves you because he loves you. He's going to give you the desires of your heart and your whole life. You desired everything that was not who God was. You chose everything that wasn't God before God himself. So God is like, dude, I'm not sending you. I'm not. You chose this place. I'm just I'm really just sending you to where you chose. Because if you really chose me, you would choose my ways. You would choose my thoughts. You would choose my actions. You would choose my heart. So King Darius did not want to send Daniel to the lion's den. He felt bad about it. I mean, King Darius couldn't even sleep. He could not eat. He didn't want any entertainment. 
King Darius was hurt. He was hurting that whole night. But one thing I loved about it was King Darius literally said, I hope that, um, I pray that the God of your, may the Lord, your God save you. May your, may your God save you. And long story short though, we all know Daniel never died. And this is the part that I want to pull from, um, that is in line 23, line 23 that we are going to break down. So that's a little background about Daniel. Um, it says this in line 23 after because this is the next day, the next morning is that, you know, the king hurried up and rushed, you know, to see if Daniel was alive. He called out for Daniel and Daniel responded, oh yeah, I'm alive, bro. And listen what in line 23, let's get into it. It says the king was overjoyed and gave orders to lift Daniel out of the den. And when Daniel was lifted from the den, no wound was found on him because he had trusted in his God. Let's say this one more time, bro. And when Daniel was lifted from the den, no wound was found on him because, key emphasis on because, he had trusted in his God. This man was not touched by this line that was meant to kill him. Why? Because he trusted in God. Something that was meant to kill him, take him out. He was focusing on God. He trusted in God. He had faith in God and he was not touched. Your belief in God will save you. Your belief in God will give you the strength to be, to literally withstand situations that were supposed to knock you out. Situations that were meant to kill you. But because of your faith and your trust in God, you're, you're not, you're not harmed. God's our faith in God our trust in him protects us bro he not a scratch it didn't say oh he just had a scratch on his nose no he was not touched and you know the crazy thing though the people who was trying to set him up they eventually were kicked immediately into the den them and their wives and their children let that sink in let that sink in Let's even in 24, listen, it says at the king's command, the men who had falsely accused Daniel were brought in and thrown into the lion's den along with their wives and their children. And before they reached the floor of the den, the lions overpowered them and crushed all their bones. It said before they reached the floor of the den, before they reached the floor of the den, they was dead. Meanwhile, Daniel was inside the den, chilling in the den the whole night, was not touched. Why? Because he had faith and trusted in God. So I just want to ask you, I just want to literally leave off with this. Do you trust God? You over here worrying about your situations. There was a man who was literally put in the lion's den and not touched. Are you willing to trust God in the crazy situations? Because that sounds crazy. The Bible is full of a whole bunch of crazy stories. I mean, really? A virgin giving birth? Huh? Really? A man walking on water? Huh? Really? A man parting the Red Sea? Huh? Really? Somebody killing a giant with a stone and a slingshot? Huh? Yeah. It all sounds crazy. I know. Really? Someone rising from the dead three days later? Huh? But listen, Our belief, our faith, and our trust in these crazy stories, which is real, in these crazy situations, that is what saves us. That is what saves your soul. That is what saves your soul, and it causes you to humble yourself. God works in the impossible situations. He is a miracle worker. We'd be putting God in a box. Well, how can God do that? That doesn't even sound right, because you're leaning on your own human intellect. God is a miracle working God, a miracle working God. So I just want to ask you, do you trust God? Like Daniel trusted him. Daniel was a humble servant from the jump. He trusted God. He served God. He did not, he did not let the law change his, what he was doing for his God. I don't care if Donald Trump make a decree right now. All y'all must bow down to me. Donald, I'm bowing down to my God. And praying to the Lord, my heavenly father, get out my face, not my portion. I don't care what it mean. Hang me, kill me, whatever. Because me and God rocking the long way in this, period. Ain't nobody finna stop that. 
period. I don't care what the law is. So it's even showing too that the law, God's law, my phone be buzzing y'all. It's showing that God's, God's, God's love surpasses our love. Like God's word surpasses any other kingdom on this earth. God is over all the earthly kingdoms over all. He has dominion over all, over all. So understand that, bruh, your faith in God is what saves you. That's what saved God. I mean, that's what saved uh, Daniel. His faith, his trust in God is what saved him. That was the reason. That was the reason why he didn't die in that lion's den. And then understand that the people who try to set you up, the people who try to, who are jealous of you and try to set you up and make you miss out on stuff who are plotting against you. Oh, they're going to reach their downfall. They will. I be trying to tell people, bro, God don't play about me. So really, if you wish an evil on me, if you trying to do all this and that, I really pray for you. And I really pray that you repent. Cause I, I love you. I love everyone, bro. I don't care what you are, what you do. I don't care your sexual orientation, your prep. I don't care. I love everyone. Even the people who have done me so dirty. I love you. I love you. I don't wish evil on not a single soul, not a single one, but please out of my love for you. If you are wishing evil on me, please just go ahead and repent. Cause God don't play about me. If you're trying to plot something against me, you really picked the wrong one because God don't play about me. God don't play about me. And you see how God let that situation happen for them people to die because they was plotting on him. Daniel wasn't trying to clap back at him. Oh, y'all, y'all, um, y'all try to set me up. Y'all try to kill me. Daniel did not clap back at them. Daniel let God do what he do best. You feel me? That's the real tea. So that's all I got to say for Bible breakdown in this episode, guys, don't rush your process. Don't rush your process. What God has promised you, he's going to take you there in due time. If you don't know what God has promised you, have a conversation with God, not just a single-sided dialogue. I'm not, that's dialogue is two people. Monologue, not a monologue, but a dialogue, a conversation where you talk and you wait for a response, where you open up the word and hear him speaking to you. The word of God is him. He's living through that text. Give your whole heart to him. Submit to everything that he needs you to submit to, which is everything. He wants all of you. God is a jealous God. He doesn't want you to just submit submit a couple things to him and then leave a couple to yourself. No, he wants all of you. God is a jealous God and he is madly in love with you. And there's nothing you can do about it. Nothing you can simply do about it. So I hope this episode really touched you in some type of way. Make sure that you join the giveaway. Like I said, man, tag three friends, follow the Babylon with Jazz Instagram, follow the three participating brands and repost the post. If you want an extra entry in this amazing giveaway, write an Apple podcast review and leave your IG handle in there or just follow our Facebook and our Instagram, whichever or you want to do. I love you guys forever and always. Stay prayed up, positive vibes only and remain in alignment with the perfect will for your life which is God's will. I love you guys so much.